This is Perspectives. It's the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley, and on our show today, you are going to learn about a great community organization called Moving in the Spirit. It is an award-winning creative youth development program that uses dance to teach young people the social, the emotional, and the cognitive skills they need not only to survive in their communities today, but also to thrive. We've got two guests in the studio to tell us all about it, a special uh, campaign that they've got going. I want to welcome Dana Lupton. She is the founder and the CEO of Moving in the Spirit. Dana, welcome. Thank you, Condice. Glad to be here. And you've brought a special guest with you as well, Deeran Dickerson. Tell us about Deeran and his role and what he's doing with you guys. Well, Deeran has joined our capital campaign as a champion. And so he is one of five leaders in our community helping to create a space to soar, which will be our new home. It will be a destination for dance and a beacon of hope for all youth in our city. It will change the landscape for not only our city, but our country and the world. And I'm so excited that Darren came on board. Thanks, Dana. So glad to be here. And thank you, Condis, for having us this morning. Darren, what made you want to get involved with the organization? Well, that's, that's a great question. So a few years ago, uh, Dana and I went through Leadership Atlanta together with you as well, uh, had a great experience. And Dana and I were actually partners in Leadership Atlanta. And so we performed together in our opening retreat. It was the uh, first time in years, probably since I was in high school, that I had to dance in front of people. <laughs> uh, but it was a fun experience. And, and you're a musician. I know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I play uh, music. And so performing isn't the issue, but dancing is a little bit different for me. But Dana taught me, told me all about moving in the spirit and what they were doing, and I still didn't fully appreciate the breadth of the organization. I knew it was a dance studio, and they taught kids how to dance, and I thought that was great. I'm a supporter of the arts. I think the arts are important. Uh, but it wasn't until after the program that I really understood what the program was about. And it's not a, just about arts, which is important in itself, but it's really about changing the lives of, of kids. and. For the last 31 years, they've been doing a phenomenal job of just that, of really changing the trajectory of the lives of kids in the city. So, Dana, where did this germ of an idea to create this organization come from in you, and how long have you been doing it? Well, Condis, it started at the University of Georgia, where we went to school together. Go dogs, yes. And I don't know if the uh, viewers know, but um, you and I actually went to school at the same time. You were in the J school, and I was in the business school. But while I was at the business school, I split my time with the dance department. Got permission from the head of the dance department to take major level classes uh, because I grew up dancing. Dance was my place where I excelled as a leader. And I went into business school simply because I didn't know much about business and I thought it was important to learn about a field that I had absolutely no idea uh, what it was about. So um, when I was at the University of Georgia, I was introduced to a summer dance program at Duke University. It was called the American Dance Festival. And I went there and I met my best friend who also was uh, on scholarship from University of Georgia. And we just formed the most amazing friendship. And we said, you know, what can we do to continue our art but also help our community? 
So she goes up to New York. She had already graduated from Georgia. I went back, um, finished up my senior year, and upon graduating, I felt really called to go and serve up in Techwood Homes at a summer missions project before I went into the corporate world. And it was at that moment in uh, on a summer day when one of the kids came up to me and she said, you know what, you're going to leave just like they all leave. Mm. Right? Mm. And I, at first, was so offended because here I was my senior year uh, graduating and serving. How dare you say that? And then I thought, goodness gracious, you know what? She's right. She's right. So uh, I thought really hard about it, and I decided to relocate back into Atlanta from Augusta um, and started moving in the spirit with Leah Mann. She came back from New York, and uh, that was 30, almost 32 years ago because we graduated in 86. Thanks for putting that out there to everybody. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can no, edit that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Anybody who knows how to Google could oh figure that gosh. out. Don't worry about that at all. So... I, I sort of teased a little bit about what you do at Moving in the Spirit, but tell us about about the programs and, and how you all have been able to grow over these last three decades. Well, the most important um, part for me was to build bridges. And as Darren had mentioned earlier, dance is the vehicle. Dance is the vehicle to be able to pull young people in. It's fun. Um, it's exciting. It's a way for them to become mathematicians. They use math every single day. They are on that stage. They are problem solvers. They hold each other accountable. Um, the work that they do has their voice in it choreographically, which I think has always made us very unique. We've always been focused on what do they have to say, you know, versus here's my vision. I want to set this on you. I, I know we want to collaborate with you. So for the past 31 years, you know, we've built our program. So we serve 250 young people. A week um, over the past year round years yes year round our main focus is during the school year but even as we speak right now the young folks are um, planning to go on tour they go on a national sometimes international tour it takes 250 hours for them to prepare for that to create the work they're project managers and once they're on tour they they run every aspect of being on the road from being the loaders the navigators the cookers, the cleaners, the performers, the setup, the breakdown, they do it all. So now the, the team that travels, how old are, are those students? Because you have programming for kids as young as just starting out, three years old. Three, I know, three to 18. So there are teens, our teen members, so ages 13, they go all the way to 18. Um, and it has been the time on the road that has been, for me, the most meaningful. I mean, my life has changed dramatically by being in relationship with these absolutely phenomenal young people. Darren's gotten a chance to meet several of them, um, and they, of course, adore him. And as we've been working on a ca this capital campaign for the new home, it's been inspiring to see how they have gotten engaged, even with the architects and the design of the space. Do you want to say a little bit more about them? Sure. And, you know, one thing I want to add to the programs is I, I think there's something powerful about dance. In order to dance, particularly in front of someone, you have to let go of your inhibitions and fully embrace who you are. And I think 
uh, when you begin to move and dance, you really unleash your creative genius. And I think that's what Moving in the Spirit is helping these young people do. Uh, but th the kids have been so involved in every aspect of uh, our project to create a new home for Moving in the Spirit. Uh, as Dana mentioned, from helping with the design to talking to the philanthropic community about the importance of this project. And they're all so very impressive in large part because of what they have experienced at Moving in the Spirit. Couple of questions. One, how do the young people who participate in your programming, how do they find you or do you recruit them? Both. Uh, we An average uh, stay within our program is seven years. Oh. Um, often because we've been in existence in the community for so long, uh, word of mouth before technology hit. Uh, we've had waiting lists, which was the impetus too with our strategic plan for us to create a new space in which our goal is to be able to serve uh, 500 young people a week. That's um, important to us. And then after we are able to do that, to then satellite and bring in teacher training so that they then can go and spread moving in the spirit um, throughout the United States. Um, they also find us on our website, social media, and We've got two members on our board of directors that are teens. They're nominated by their peers, and they especially have been helping me just get up to speed on Instagram and all those other media uh, <laughs> inventions that are coming that don't even exist. Yeah, all uh, the way to the three interns who are, they, are observing right, our interview right? today. Yeah, and they're probably laughing bit, because yes. Instagram is so old now. Yeah, right? they're all on Snapchat or something I else know. that we don't know how to, right. how to use. Yeah, we stay a step behind. That's it. <laughs> you know, one of the most exciting things about our new home is that it's going to be located at the Edgewood MARTA station, so right on the MARTA line. So any kid that can get to a MARTA train can get to moving in the spirit. So it's really going to open up access to the program to all of Atlanta. So now where are you guys operating right now and when do you anticipate moving into this new space? We currently are in residence at um, J.D. Sims Community Center in the Old Fourth Ward, which is a stone's throw from Pont City Market. And we anticipate breaking ground in the fall and then Lord help us with the weather that Atlanta, uh, that we're 18 months after that, we will be uh, moving in. Tell me about this capital campaign. So, you know, it's it's an ambitious campaign. And when we first launched the campaign or conceived it, uh, there were a lot of people who told us that we would, wouldn't be able to bring it to fruition. So we are raising a little over $8 million to build this facility. It's going to oh, be just a little over $8 million. Over, yeah, it's you know, uh, if there's anyone out there that just wants to write a check for that, we'd, we'd happily take it. Um, just or over a portion eight, thereof. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so, you know, that's to fund everything, a little over $8 million. And we launched the campaign about seven or eight months ago in earnest, and we're already at 90% of our goal. The reception from the philanthropic community has been amazing. We're so uh, grateful to all the people who have invested in this campaign and who have supported us. Uh, and so we're, we're, we have the finish line in sight, and we're, we're almost there, just a, a little, bit, little more to go to get where we need to be. Dana, there are so many nonprofit organizations, great, great citizens just like you who have a, a heart for service in the community, who need resources, need access. How have you at Moving in the Spirit been able to do what you and your team are doing, a finding great space so that you can double your capacity with the number of young people that you're able to serve, and then to raise all of this money for this great building? That's a great question. We have had three feasibility studies over the life of our organization. The first two gave us a message, which is you're not ready. You're not ready. 
and that had to have been hard to hear. It was. It was really hard to hear, but I was grateful for their wisdom. And so three is a charm. Um, and even in the feasibility study, when it came back, we still had a lot of work to do. But like what? what? Oh my gosh, there were seven items that they wanted to attend to. One was really shoring up um, and validating our numbers, the need, um, being able to, for as an organization, we have done a significant amount of work on evaluation. Dr. Sharnay Furkron has been with us for over 20 years. And so just making sure that we had the support systems needed and the pathway. They kept talking about we need to see the path. And at the end of the day, we had a really great pathway, but then there were also miracles along the way. And those were um, folks that came that weren't even in our circle. They had just heard or they had been watching us for over three decades and said, now is the time, now is the moment. The other thing that I just want to point out is that our capital campaign team is very unique in that we decided to do it in what we call the the Atlanta way, the new Atlanta that we want to see. So instead of having one couple who then drives the capital campaign, we wanted to have a team of champions. And Deren is one of our youngest members, you are the youngest member, um, and he is aligned with friends that go all the way up into, you know, their mid-70s. And I think that just watching y'all work together has been the most inspiring thing for me, um, to see those friendships being built um, and, and really giving all of us hope. And I think that moving in the spirit has a number of built-in advantages. One is a track record of success. Over the last 31, 32 years, they've really made meaningful differences in the lives of children. Um, and, and not only from a programmatic perspective, but also from fiscal responsibility. They've ended every year in the black. They've shown strong, solid economic performance and fiscal responsibility. And so I think that's, that's attractive. That's a UGA business school degree. That's that's exactly right. Um, only to be surpassed by Alabama. But um, <coughs> excuse me, what did you say? Uh, but I, I think I think that's very attractive to funders as well. And then Dana is a unique asset and treasure in this city. I know uh, we spent time with Dana in Leadership Atlanta, and you've grown to know her as I have. Um, but people who meet Dana are blown away by her. She just has this incredible personality, this magnetism that is really difficult to describe. The spirit. The spirit. That's exactly right. Uh, and people are drawn to her. And so it's really an easy sell. It's almost like uh, coaching the Bulls in the mid-90s. You know, when you have Michael Jordan, you just roll the balls out. And I think mm. that's what we as the <laughs> as the campaign committee have done. We just roll the balls out and people are drawn to them. For the young people who participate in your programming, is there any cost to them to do this? We fundraise um, all year round in order to offer significant um, discounts. So every young person that participates in Moving in the Spirit gets a 70% hookup, in a sense. And then if families are not able to um, participate in the fees that are 30% fees, we have scholarships available. And we feel very um, committed to being able to level the playing field, to have outrageous hospitality for any young person who wants to participate in our program. Do you follow the young people who have gone through your programming? If if those folks have been with you on average seven years and then go on to do other things, what sort of other things are they doing? Oh, we do follow them. Um, our alumni, they're my heart. Um, I 
I've never had kids, but my gosh, they have been the children that I've never had. And they have been incredibly gracious to me um, as they've continued to open up their families. Um, and because we've had um, a, a wonderful opportunity to serve their kids. So you asked me, so where are they at? So Mashante Glass ended up getting her PhD in toxicology. She is um, serving a middle school, and she. we were talking just the other day, and she said, Dana, I really am going back to school, to med school. I really want to um, serve folks hands-on, you know. And we've got um, Drea Lewis just finished graduating from Howard. She said, I'm coming back to Atlanta, and um, I want to make a difference and continue to serve the underserved. Uh, and then we've, you know, there are some stories all along the way, like on tour, being able to have experiences for the first times with kids. I remember dramatically, there was this young man um, named Roderick, and they're only allowed a tiny suitcase on tour, because if you can imagine taking, you know, 15 kids in a van, you just don't have a lot of space. That's the Clark Howard way of travel. There you it's go. It's got to be a right. carry-on, that's and it. that's it. Um, and so he had packed in his little bag these flippers because on tour we go to educational institutions. It's all historic. It's colleges. It's community. They give back. Incredible experience for them. So we get to the beach, and, you know, he's got his flippers on. He's flopping down there, and I was so excited because he's been talking about this. He's carried these flippers in his bag. And he bolts on the way back. I mean, it's like tear. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what happened? Did you get stung? Is there a shark? And he goes, I was like, Roger, what's wrong? And he goes, it's salty. And I went, yeah, it's salty, of course. But how would you know? If you've never done it before. Yeah. And so how wonderful is it to be able to grow deeply, um, in the world, in love, in life, with these extraordinary young people. As the founder and CEO of of Moving in the Spirit, you have to run the you have to run the organization. Are you still able to find time to dance with the program participants? Darren just asked me that too. Um, I do, I do. I often collaborate with them in special projects. Uh, in situations, uh, they'll bring me in, and I was. We've got a big meeting at um, today at two o'clock, and I was circling up the young people yesterday, and I said, you know, it's you, it's your story, um, it's not all the adults in the room talking about the metrics and the analytics, which we will, um, in the business aspect of it. I said, but it's your heart, it's your, it is your story that's gonna convince this foundation, whether to invest in you. And so you've got to be able to answer those questions, not only about yourself, but for your team. And they did. They had these, it was just so inspiring. And that's what lifts me up. That's what gives me life. Um, And I'm so excited about A Space to Soar because it is that beacon for all young people to come together. It's a place where they're going to build friendships for the rest of their lives. That's what we need. On days when every day on the news it seems like some young person with such great potential has a life cut short by gun violence, it is inspiring to hear you tell the story 
about reaching out and being able to save and create opportunities for as many young people as you have. Over 30 years, how many how many kids do you think have gone through the program? Well, over 5,000. When you started, did you think it would grow like that? Oh, my goodness. No, I really didn't. It really was a call. You know, when um, when I stayed out just on the streets after we had our um, summer program, I asked one of my um, my friends, I said, what, what do the kids do when we leave? You know, what do they do? And he said, I don't know. And I said, well, let's just find out. And so we stayed out. And this was, again, you got to think back. It was the 80s, the mid-80s. MTV had just started. And so we stay out and they start dancing. I mean, really doing street, hard, funky, awesome dance. And because I'm a quick quick study you know I was like well this is fun let's do this together and that was when the record went like who taught you how to do that and that's when the epiphany hit for me Condice it was wow you know what if I were being really honest I came into the community thinking oh here I am college graduate here to help save these kids you know from their environment and what really happened was they are here to help save me you know, it is really about um, respect and love. So that's what dance does, you know, and the type of dance that we do, we lift each other. And so going back to Darren um, and Leadership Atlanta, when we came up with our skit that we had to do, um, I said, well, um, I think it would be really cool if I were able to lift you up. And he was like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right. When you can finish up the story. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't believe she could do it. And first of all, I, you know, as you remember, Condes, we had to do a skit that we perform in front of the entire class and to introduce your partner. To introduce right? our partner, it's an introduction skit. Yeah. Exactly. And I had this idea about this dramatic skit we would do, and I had written it out. And uh, Dana was like, you know, she's the sweetest person, right? And so she didn't just tell me it was ridiculous and stupid. Um, but she was like, you know, I have a different idea. And so we went down to her studio, which then was uh, in East Atlanta. And, and we sat down on the floor, Indian style, and um, started to just talk about our lives. And she had all these questions. And she had some formula poem, that she... Poem structure from Alice Lovelace, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, all right, this is a little weird. I'm not sure where we're going. And then she took all of the information and created this... Uh, choreography that really was beautiful and she ended up uh, incorporating our life life stories into uh, the dance which was really amazing which is what we all should do right I mean my life connects with yours which connects with yours dear and which connects with the world and when we have that type of compassion true authenticity uh, authenticity and connection we look out for each other we open doors we sit at the same table, you know, we worship together in the same places. I mean, it, we have to stitch our life together. Yeah, there's it, a lot more good going on than what we see, I would say. Yes, and it starts with our young people. And when I sat down with them yesterday to be able to uh, throw back in their court, it's up to you. Oh, I left thing in hands down. They got it. They got it. They've got this. 
So if there are people who are listening to us right now and they're inspired by the work that you guys are doing and they want more information, they may know someone who might be a great candidate for one of your programs Absolutely. or they may have a big check or a small check that they right. want to write. Right. How do they contact you guys? We've got a fantastic website. It's www.movinginthespirit.org. We'd love to connect with you. Deeran, you get the last word. Uh, well, thanks again, Condis, for having us out here to talk to you about the wonderful work that Moving in the Spirit is doing. Uh, I'm really excited to see this organization continue to soar as we build our new home, our forever home. All right. Dana Lupton, Deeran Dickerson, good luck on your big meeting. I expect to hear great things. Thanks again. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, my handle is Condo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.